The truth is, I don't even like running. I mean, y'all know that anyway, but I love the feeling of pushing myself and giving my training a real purpose. That's why I like to do things like Spartan races. They are the perfect tests of all-around athleticism. They have 5K, 10Ks, even halves and ultras, but with obstacles along the way, even throwing spears. Cardio meets strength and purpose. Try it out. Use code SPARTANDAD, and you can get 25% off any Spartan race. It'd be fun. Let me know you're doing it. I'll go try and do one with you. It's a lot of fun. It's a great time. Use code SPARTANDAD for 25% off a race. Have fun plans for the outdoors? Make the memories last with the best outdoor coolers and drinkware. Celebrating 10 years of cool, Orca was founded in 2012, born from the idea of making a hard-sided cooler that beat out all the rest. Orca coolers are built to be as strong as the adventures you take them on. That's why they have a lifetime warranty while giving you world-class maximum temperature retention. Orca's drinkware offers the same high quality, keeping your drinks icy cold or hot for hours, and they look great while doing it. Their stainless steel vacuum-sealed tumblers and martini cup are perfect companions for your next outdoor adventure. Go to orcacoolers.com backslash bourbon for 15% off your order. That's orcacoolers.com backslash bourbon for 15% off. Orca, make it last. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. If you are a store, you're a group, you're a blog, you're a podcast, you're a distillery, whatever it is, you need laser edge glassware at wholesale prices. Reach out to me. I'd be happy to get you in touch with the whole family behind distilleryproducts.com doing amazing things. We use them. You should too at distilleryproducts.com. All right, Zeke, it's Sunday night. I was just talking to you. Like, we don't even have a good cold open. It's the weekend. I feel more tired after the weekend than I do during the week. I don't know if you feel the same way, if you feel what I feel, but I feel like the weekends are so jam-packed that come Sunday night, like, I don't know why the hell we're recording tonight, because all I want to do is sleep. I don't know how you can say feel that many times, but... (laughs) I feel like I could say feel a few more times. One of these days, we really have to do the episode where like, it's a quasi-drinking game. We just can't tell anybody. But <laughs> I, too, had my kids all weekend and completely and utterly spent. I had about two and a half dead hours uh, prior to this where I literally went and boxed up bottles that I'm more than behind on shipping. So I feel you. I'm a little bit dragging. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker. And together, we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Zeke, I had a little second take there. I don't know why. Well, my name, instead of my name, there's something going on. There's something in the water tonight. Well, speaking of that, actually, I do remember something I was thinking of earlier for a cold open. I'm about four days out from my next Kid Rock show. And at this point, it, it's either going to be two days by the time this comes out or the day of the show. But either way, I'm flying to Chicago on Friday morning at the butt crack of dawn. You're going to uh, see Tom Janica. Uh, so I'm staying with. He's picking me up. Going to give me the full uh, chauffeur valet service. Take me to all the bars. I'm going to try to get him to pay for all my drinks. I doubt it happens, but you know you can always try. That's what the Wolfpack <laughs> does, right? Like the person hosting <laughs> needs to pay for things. So... When he comes back here, I know we'll see him coming up here soon. He's coming to Nashville for something, isn't he? 
at some point? Yeah, I'll be in town. We got a couple of picks in the books, I think. Um, but now I'm, I'm finally going to uh, to his territory after either everything being in Nashville or the middle ground of you know Bardstown, et cetera, in Kentucky. I hope you enjoy your weekend of Kid Rock in Chicago. Get a good dog, all that stuff. Somebody actually posted, funny enough, everything comes full circle. So somebody posted, I really like posting that anonymous ask questions, give comments thing because I feel like people are more apt to be honest when it's anonymous than like when I know who's doing it. And somebody posted like more Zeke, please. And I wrote, Zeke, send pictures over to me when he feels like he wants to. I didn't go into the whole thing. I was saving it for this podcast. But Zeke sends over pictures whenever he feels so inclined. I will then post those pictures. Zeke doesn't post a lot of pictures of himself on social media. He doesn't like playing those games. I think it has something to do with your ethos, right? I mean, it's it's just not uh, my wheelhouse. If I think about it, it's after the fact. I'm a, I'm a savor the moment kind of guy. And I've said this. This is another reason why I do most of the social media and seek every once in a while will remember and he'll send over the shittiest version of a picture that he could ever think of. Like, hey, I'm in Breckenridge and here's a picture of uh, the bottles I'm drinking <laughs> behind some concrete instead of like, I got a great picture of the snow on the pine trees and the mountaintop and all that. It's like, no, here's our concrete patio. And some bottles. So if you're wondering why you don't get more Zeke content, that's why. But Zeke, I had to go back into the archives and I got a picture of you eating a hot dog. And then I posted on the next story. I said, here's Zeke. You know, I saw this and it even got sent to me. I'm like, I don't even know when this is or where it's from or like how far back it is. Like I tried to jog my memory and it kind of looks like New Orleans, but I really can't place it. So originally I posted that picture of you like with your bathing suit and your shirt off. And then I was like, wait, I already used that one. So I quickly deleted it before anybody could see it. And then I found a picture of you eating a hot dog. And I was like, all right, this is like the only thing I have. There's not many other pictures. I, Cause a lot of pictures like you're with somebody. So I wasn't trying to take a picture and blow up the person that you're with. I didn't want to be like, here's Zeke and his mom. Like, I'm sure your mom would be okay with it, but I would want to run it by her before I put her up on dad's <laughs> drinking bourbon. We'll see what we can do this weekend coming up. Yeah. Anything that's not too uh, explicit, we'll, we'll, we'll toss out there. Just send me a picture of like you and Tom drinking a beer. I'll make it one of the regular posts. Like maybe you drinking a bourbon, whatever it is. Like whatever you're doing with Tom, send some pictures. Even if Tom's not in it, just like you awkwardly there holding a bottle of whiskey. I mean, the crowds at the Kid Rock shows, those are good people. And you are going to be one of them. But anyways, tonight we are drinking something that we should have drank three months ago. This was released in May. That's why I said we got to get to it. I don't know why we haven't done it sooner. So apologies over to the folks at New Riff. But New Riff releases malted rye whiskey finished in sherry casks. Based off of the love of last year's five-year malted rye release, they now did a six-year malted rye release. It is finished in sherry without chill filtration and secondary aged in Oloroso and Pedro Jimenez sherry casks. This ends up being $64.99 for the MSRP. It's 112.7 proof. It is New Riff's first batches of 100% malted rye whiskey were distilled in 2014, and the initial release landed in May 2021. 
For this sherry finished elaboration, New Riff imported custom made 53 gallon Spanish sherry casks and filled them with five year old New Riff malted rye whiskey. 12 Oloroso and three Pedro Jimenez casks were filled with whiskey and aged another year before being vatted in the fall of 2021 and left to marry and condition together for several months until they were bottled in the spring of 2022. I think I already said this is 112.7 proof. Anything else you need to know, Zeke Baker? I mean, not that I necessarily need to know, but it did kind of catch me. 53 gallon barrels. I thought like sherry and all that stuff were in like those. Those big things. Sorry, I don't know the the right word, but bigger casks. Yeah, I mean, like fifty three gallons of bourbon, right? But not much else is fifty three gallons. At least I thought. So there are sometimes two hundred liter barrels, and when I look at uh, some of these things, go up to two hundred liters. Yeah, I mean, I know there's huge barrels. I just always thought sherry is one of the things in that. Sorry, I mean, it, it's more or less irrelevant. It just caught me really off guard when you said like. Same size barrels as bourbon? Really? So some sherry casks are 500 liters. I'm just trying to like on the spot figure out the regular size of sherry casks. I have no idea. No, um, again, I, I think it's relevant to our tasting notes. It just caught me off guard. It's like I always thought that was one of those like huge things like barrels that, you know, not what bourbon people think of as a barrel. But when I'm like looking barrels. at this on... The website and it's like sherry.wine is the website and you look at the warehouse it doesn't look like bigger casks it looks like a different shape just a little bit like it's kind of like shorter and fatter it definitely looks like the shape of a 53 gallon barrel so maybe they've moved to 53 who knows or maybe you're on the wrong site you should check out um you know sherryforever.com in the sherry industry, butts comprising as much as 500 liters are very widespread and common. The term butt is derived from the Italian word bot, which means casks. There are two different types of butts. Sherry butts are long, thin casks that were previously used to mature sherry. Port butts, usually called port pipes, are slightly more compact. So I think that's what I'm seeing is the port butts. Um, you did find the right website then. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I think it was some like wine porn page because now like everything is cycling through on my computer. Holy crap. Y'all don't just do whatever you do. Do not do not do not do not search for port wine butts or sherry butts because my computer is literally freaking out right now. Like it's just cycling through everything. I don't know. Anyways, what do you think about this whiskey? Zeke? <laughs> Man, things really took a turn there. Uh, they did all right so note wise first sip i picked up sherry flavor rye spice and then literally almost a like fizziness from the malt but, but it had the flavor as well i thought the finish was very strong on the the sherry component revisiting it i thought that the sherry was much more noticeable i, I picked up a a dried fruit that i honestly thought paired really well with the rye grain, uh, but it just wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. And then I even tried to describe the sherry and like what I was getting when, when it mixed with that rye grain. The best I could come up with was it kind of felt like plum over cranberry, but I didn't like cranberry because there wasn't any tart to this tasting that I got. 
but somewhere in that space is what I really picked up. The one thing I'll say, I'll agree with a lot of what you said there. I will say that I didn't get a whole lot of like dryness. I know that's the one thing we always say over a wine finished bottle is that, you know, the wine really dries out the whiskey. And maybe because this is a rye, you know, it doesn't have the sweetness of bourbon and rye is kind of spicier by nature. I think it's not as dry as I would expect it to be. The fruit really takes over and you're right. A hundred percent that sherry just comes through in the finish. It's just a lot of like... I almost want to say stone fruits, like, you know, what you were talking about, the, the just something like a plum, something that you would bite into and it's red on the inside. And that's definitely what I got out of this. It's not, and y'all, I mentioned this because we are notoriously very, very, very hard on wine finished whiskeys. I like the mouthfeel on this. I think it wasn't too thin. It wasn't too thick. You know, it definitely had for a six-year-old whiskey, it had a lot of complexity to it. I mean, just wine is not the number one thing I would run to, but I think this is an exceptional wine finished whiskey, especially for 65 bucks. I just know it's not necessarily our jam, but I think, you know, and having tasted enough of these, this one is done well. I don't know. I don't want to speak for the good doctor over there. If this is actually a wine finish that he would go buy. I think if you like wine finished whiskeys, go ahead and buy it. I think if you don't go ahead and try it at a bar anyway, because this might be one of the ones that you actually might pick up over time. But I just know for me, I, I still have yet to find that wine finished whiskey that I'm like, woohoo, besides like Midwinter's Night's Dram that I only want to drink two times out of the year. I mean, I almost kind of add a note in about the lack of dryness on the finish. It reminds me to a fair degree of like a Lambrusco. Hmm. Something about the way the, towards the tail end before the, the sherry kicked in, I just felt like the, the malted component gave it like this fizzy kind of essence, which a Lambrusco has too. And I actually kind of like those things some days, especially with a sore throat, but, um, it, it kind of puts me in that space, but no, I mean, I agree with you. This isn't necessarily my jam, but but that's what I you know wanted to emphasize the most out of my notes was this pairs really well. Yeah, it's not it's not my cup of tea, but it does everything it needs to do and more. I feel like I a hundred percent agree with you, and especially like the price on this sixty five bucks, and you know I don't want to overly just rely on the price and have people then hate on us for it, but like this is a very fair price for a sherry finished whiskey that is 112 proof like 65 bucks compared to what people could probably charge for this like my hat's off to new riff for that and i think this does pair very very well if you love wine finishes i don't see anything wrong with going ahead and getting this no not at all and again like not my cup of tea but i think that's just a fair assessment but do i think this pairs better than most anything I can think of or remember that we've had or tasted in some time. Yeah. Like this is where you'd want to be in at least my opinion for, for this kind of finished product. Well, Zeke have fun at kid rock new riff. Thank you so much for sending us this whiskey. We look forward to seeing the other stuff that you send our way. We've really enjoyed some of the interesting things that y'all have done as LTOs and thinking outside the box, right? Like everybody does a, a sherry finished. This is a malted rye sherry finish. So 
kudos to you for putting a little twist on what the other people were doing we appreciate that you could go ahead and find us on facebook at dad drinking bourbon twitter at bourbon dads instagram at dad drinking bourbon please leave us an open and honest review just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink zeke where else can the folks find us good old nashville tennessee or chicago land uh, this upcoming weekend favorite place to eat in chicago real quick ask tom janica i'm just the wingman cheers ciao